Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Volume Shooters Podcast, brought to you as always by TKS Capital Solutions. Mitch, if you don't like that, you don't like Kings basketball. Now, I'm doing, oh. e- I'm doing everyone a tremendous injustice. By the way, welcome to Season ep- season 2, Episode 12 of the Volume yeah. Shooters Podcast, brought to you as always by TKS Capital Solutions. Um, Stan, that was a tremendous Homer announcer clip from the Sacramento oh, Kings. God. you got to love small town announcers that have been in place for a long time. This tandem is... Grant Napier. And Doug Christie yeah. wearing a bow tie. I'm doing everyone a tremendous disservice by playing that clip because if you don't go watch it on Twitter, you're missing it. Christie is like legitimately shocked that this shot gets made. It's a buzzer oh beater by Bogdan Bogdanovich, not to be confused with Bojan not Bogdanovic. Not an easy shot either. No, oh my God. very difficult three-pointer. And Christie is just like looking. The other guy, Napier, stands up. Christie can't see. He's looking under his arm and... He said, pack him up, Grant Napier. And then, send him home. Send him home. And then Napier says, if you don't like that, Honestly, you don't like Kings basketball. With, with the amount of games that are on like national TV now, ESPN, TNT, I want my announcers to be as homerish as possible. Absolutely. I want them to openly root for my team. Absolutely. The Nets actually have one of the best announcing teams in the league. Yes, and they always have. You know, the Nets have been bad at times in the last twenty years, but they've at never times. they've never been bad with the announcers. They no. had they had Marv, Marv Albert for a long Marv. time. Now, in the last fifteen years, they've had the greatest in the industry, the greatest of all time, the goat, the Michael Jordan of announcers, Iron Eagle, the Bird. The bird. But you, know, you they, know, the Bird, Iron Eagle, is not a homer. He's like very no, objective. I was going to say, was yeah. gonna say the Nets don't have homer announcers, no. but they're very good. No, and the, the, their color man is usually pretty good too. Awesome. So they, they yeah, have, nice have Jim Spinarkle. You have Richard Jefferson now this season, who's absolutely yeah. tremendous. I even like the what's the woman's name? Sarah Kustak. She's also very good. Very good. Um, Excellent. The Celtics don't have that. The case. Celtics have the biggest homer. But they had Heinsohn, right? Ha- Heinsen, that's what I'm saying. Heinsen is the biggest homer announcer in the league. The thing with the Kings is though, like. This is their first exciting moments in years since Chris Webber left. I, like, I wouldn't say years. When we were growing up, and when we were teenagers, uh, we're talking probably 15, 16 yeah, years ago. That's years. Webber, Divac, and Christie was announcing. Right. And, and that arena was the loudest arena in the league, Arco Arena. You that couldn't hear anything. 15 years ago. I know, I know. So. But they have a tremendous fan base, and I'm hoping. They haven't made the playoffs in, since, since, I think, 06. I'm hoping. 13 or 14. That's the longest streak in the league. I'm really hoping that this run can re-energize the fan base. The NBA needs small market fan bases to be lit. To make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah to be good. I mean, oh. You know, we don't really care. I don't really care if Portland makes the playoffs again. Like, I'm fine with it's great. somebody new getting in there. Sacramento's right now 20, 19 and 17, one game out behind San Antonio. The Rose Garden in Portland, fantastic crowd. I definitely want to get there for a game one day. You got, yeah. you got our. Arco Arena is a brand new arena. Kevin Johnson, the former Phoenix Sun, who's the mayor of Sacramento, kept them there. They got like a billion dollar arena, yeah. whatever they call it, the Golden One Center. And then those types of crowds, like in the league, OKC is a new crowd in the league. No, but it's weird because it's there, are great. Te- there are certain teams, like Detroit built a beautiful new arena. Yeah. Nobody goes. And Milwaukee it's also. It's empty. No, Detroit is empty. And people have gone, they get $5 tickets to sit on the, on, in, the, in the lower bowl. It's a really bad situation over there. Like, it, I don't really understand why certain cities, like, 
Yeah, and they, to the team in a certain dome. And they have Blake Griffin now, so there's really no excuse for it. And they're in the playoffs. I mean, they're under 500, but Sacramento is not, you know, not great, but the, the fan base is energized. Really. I mean, you got the Aaron Fox. You have Buddy Heald is a good player. You have... Yeah, I mean, look at their roster right now. I mean, there's not there's not that many great guys. I mean, yeah, it's mostly I think Mack is going to be good. I told you that already. And, right. and Willie Cauley-Stein has been playing well. McDonough is a good player. Yeah. He is. He's a solid yeah. player. And Willie Coley Stein's been playing well, rebounding very well for a big man. I love the name Costa Kufus. Coast of Kufus. Uh, anyway, oh. De'Aaron Fox is a star. Can I ask you a spell name? Sure. Let's, let's kick it off right away. Let's kick it off. Let's do the Diamond Auto Leasing Spelling. Be Diamond Auto Leasing for all your leasing and sales. You're of, not going to get this one right. vehicles. I know you're usually good at this. Go ahead. They have a forward, Scal Labissieri. Sure. He's been in the league a long time. He's not sure. like a new guy. I think he's Indian. I'm not really sure. Uh, he's about a seven footer. From Haiti. Haiti, so I'm wrong about that. When you hear Scal in NBA circles, you're typically thinking of the white mamba, Brian Scalabrini. The red, he's a Celtic announcer. He's, he took over Tommy Heinsohn on the road games. Yeah. He goes on the road with the Celtics now because he's, Tommy's too old. Strikes me as somebody who'd be a homer. See, how does a guy like that get a job? No. Nah. Like, Doug Christie, Doug Christie, I guess, was like he's, someone of the Kings, like, he has a good perso- guy. He has a good personality, Scalabrini. Why the Celtics? He's funny. He played for the Celtics. I know, but. He became kind of a cult hero there. I yeah. don't know. So spell Scal Scalabissieri. So Scal, I know how to spell it. It's S K A L. That's right. The, the last name, so I know it starts L A B. Yes. I. Yes. S yes I no no R L A B I S S E I E R E Scal Labissieri I gotta say I'm hitting about 500 and once again the Kings the Kings let you down Mitch and our no they did not in our last episode I correctly spilled Nemanja Bialica he's a good player I yeah mean, there's a couple of good role players in that team I honestly. I think that might have been the highlight of the season, unfortunately. But you know what? Good. Good for them. No, it's not. They may make the playoffs. Uh, it's going to be really hard in the West. But you know what? That moment was, was, a, was a moment. And there were like three or four buzzer beaters last weekend. I don't know if you watched some of these Christmas Is there games. anything better than an NBA buzzer beater? Nothing. Oh. There's nothing better. Than the, Except all, off an inbounds pass. It's the best. Like the it, whole thing develops slowly. If it's, against, it's the best. If it's against you, though, I mean, that's one of the most crushing I, feelings. Oh, I got to say, I watched a lot of basketball the last like 10 days because yeah. of being off on Christmas and yeah. in between. Right. One thing stuck out to me that I just want to bring up, and okay. that's James Harden. Okay. Because I don't know if you saw him. On Christmas Day, they played OKC, and then two nights later, they played the Celtics. Right. James Harden is officially put his name back in the MVP race. James Harden, to me, is now the favorite to win back-to-back MVPs. Last time we talked two weeks ago, he wasn't even on our radar for MVP. In the last 10 games, he's gone off the charts, out of his mind. I don't know if you've seen much of him. He's had, one of, the, he's had one of the great stretches of all time. In yeah. fact, in the history of the NBA, only two other players besides Harden in his current streak have scored 400 points over a 10-game period. So essentially oh averaging 40 a, 40 a game. Who are those two other players? Kobe. Yes. It has to be Kobe. It's got to be Kobe. Correct. It is Kobe. Kobe in like 06, 05, yeah. after Shaq left. Yeah. Was just and we got to talk, talk about this because Kobe did a podcast with Big Cat from Barstool called The Corp with A-Rod and he's said some crazy yeah, we'll things about it. that streak. I just want to talk about Harden's streak. Who's the other one? Him. You may have heard of him. I was going to say it was either LeBron or Jordan. Yeah, he's a man named Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So Harden now becomes the third guy in NBA history to score 400 points in a 10-game period. Averaging, he's averaging for the regular season now up to 33.3. He's getting to, he's getting to Jordan like 85 numbers. Like He's going to average 35, 36 a game. And he, can he win the MVP two years in a row? I don't think... Answer that question. Because it doesn't happen a lot. The answer, Curry did it. The Curry answer, did it a few years back. Steve Nash did it. The, right. the answer is that he can, but he won't. And I'll tell you why. I've never seen a more polarizing player than in Harden. league history than Arden. Last night, Twitter was a cesspool of James Harden hate. And you know why? Do you know how many free throws James Harden wow. attempted last night? He only made eight field goals and scored 43 points. They were... I, 
the entire Twitter was on fire saying how disgusting the basketball was. I think Harden attempted 30 free throws last night. You know what? That is I've bad never, basketball. It's bad for the league. I've been telling you this for a while. Harden's game is so ugly. It's the worst basketball it's in the, the league worst. to watch. But he's he's the best player in the league. It's hard. You can't guard him. He's, he cannot guard him. You know you know how you and I always have these conversations about what's bad for the league, and it's always that it, there's too many threes that get shot. James Harden shoots the three, but J, the, the what's wrong with James Harden's game is not the three. It's the free throws. It it's stops the, throws the game. It's isolation. It's boring. It doesn't ball, feel hold the ball in the corner one on one for ten to fifteen seconds in a row. And the defender will reach his hand in for half a second. He'll get one of those fouls. It's, it's awful to watch. But the thing about Harden that makes him special is not just his scoring, Mitch. Last night he had 10 rebounds and 13 assists. Like, he doesn't just score. He, he gets triple doubles in these games. He's not just scoring points. So James Harden last night played 41 minutes against the Grizzlies, okay? He shot 8 of 19 from the floor, which is not great. It's no, 42%. He shot 6 of 12 from 3. That's very strong. It's 50%. He shot 21 of 27 from the free throw line. Disgusting. What is the last time a guy shot 27 gets, free throws in a game? He gets every single goal, but he, he does get fouled. It's not bad refereeing. I, I got it, but that's, that's bad. bad. It's let, not, me just read you, let me just read you his last 10 games, and you tell me why he's not MVP again. Last night you said 43 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. Right. Two days ago against New Orleans, 41 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Yep. Against the Celtics, 45 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists. Against yep. OKC on Christmas Day, 41, 6, and 7. Yeah, we get the 39, point. 4, and 10. Etc. 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 50 against, okay, against the Lakers, December 13th, 50 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. I got it. And you can't have games like that normally. It's not, it's not normal. Right? Again, again, you don't feel it with him because it's ugly. It's no. just, it's not fun since to Chris, watch. Since Chris Paul went down, he's become the entire offense. Yeah, he's well. guard and the shooting guard. Look, it's not good for them long term because this is not a winning record. But they're playing much better now yes, since he got hurt. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the five they're, seed. They're yeah, 20. they were not in the playoffs two weeks ago. By the way, you said the Sacramento. They're 9-1 in the last time. You said the Kings might be a long Shotter, the Kings are 19 and 17. They're just a half game out of a playoff spot. I know, but I just don't think they're going to hold it. The Rockets are back. The Rockets are back. The Rockets will be. Just to reset your Western Conference playoff picture right now, Nuggets stay at number one. Warriors at number two. Thunder at number three. Clippers, Rockets, Lakers at number six. Hanging around without LeBron. You got the Portland Blazers at number seven. And yes, the San Antonio Spurs hanging in there at number eight. I keep waiting for Utah to make a run. It hasn't happened yet. Donovan Mitchell's been terrible. Terrible. So, he tweeted last night. New, new year, year, new, new me. Start. Yeah. yeah. So we'll uh, see. Memphis is full, and Memphis was hot. No, they're completely falling apart. You know what I'm surprised about? The, 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 the Wolves and the, and the Pelicans are really struggling, which well, is bad. I'm surprised the Mavericks with Luka Doncic lighting the world on fire. It's so hard for a rookie to, be t- you know, to lead a team to the playoffs. I want to say, I want to talk about the Pelicans because they're now the second worst team in the West. And there's been a lot of rumblings as of late about, about Anthony Davis. I, I don't know if you've read this stuff. Basically, LeBron started this by saying it would be an amazing experience to play with Anthony Davis. And, Openly tampered. And Anthony Davis signed with LeBron's agency. With his agency. Rich so Paul. ever since that point, basically the next player in the I don't know list if, of players I don't, has started. I don't know if NBA fans understand that LeBron James owns an agency. Yeah, Rich Paul is LeBron James's agent, but LeBron James, for all intents and purposes, owns Rich Paul. So Anthony Davis is now signed basically with LeBron as his agent. Right. And how is how is anybody going to think he's not going to go to the Lakers? Well, remember, he has to be traded I understand. this summer to get there. He's not a free agent until right. the next year. But, but, but like, the Pelicans will see the writing on the wall. this is the story of the NBA now for yeah. the last two years, right? Yeah. The story of the NBA for the last two years was is LeBron going to the Lakers. It was, where's Kevin Durant going to go? And now it's Anthony Davis. Yep. Anthony Davis is the next the next big player. I mean, I was reading something. He's the, he is the 
first free agent in a very long time that's like this young was this good like it doesn't happen these guys, guys just skip teams all the time and they're this young what do we talk about all the time on this podcast we're set up for another off season which is just going trade to rumors. be bananas yeah. no no like, but it's we, gonna be him it's gonna be not him. just trade rumors Durant's gonna sign somewhere and that's gonna throw things into a different focus right. I, I get it but, but what I'm saying is Davis is, Davis yeah. is under contract yeah but the Pelicans, not right. the Pelicans will know if Davis does not intend to resign. They'll know yes, that. It's one of those situations. You another Kawhi. Unfortunately, though, tampering is completely off the window. What do we, what do we think about tampering? Is that even a thing anymore? Uh, I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't bother you? Because apparently... Let's say you and I are friends, and I play for the Lakers, and you play for the Pelicans, and we text each other. I'm not sure I have a problem with that. I mean, so LeBron's texting Davis, come on and play with me. Well, What's the, NBA, the difference? The NBA doesn't agree with you, because the NBA said the memo to the league, according to Woj... Last week, several small market general managers became upset about James's comments. The general consensus is the league is not enforcing anti-tampering rules, so the NBA sent a memo to the league to remind them that you can't tamper. Now, the Lakers didn't tamper. LeBron right. is a player. He said in a play- press conference, I like said player. I don't think there's anything rules against that, but like... LeBron may as well be the franchise, though. LeBron is essentially he's the GM. Magic Johnson, he's right? the GM and the coach and everything. Yeah, he's should LeBron. Should he just get rid of these rules, though? Well, by the way, happy birthday to LeBron. He turned yes, 34, 34 yesterday. So slightly older than us, you know? 34 years old for the king. $750 million. Can you imagine what he's accomplished? He's, he still could play for another five, six years. It's, it's totally insane. I feel like he's much older than that because he's been in the league forever. forever. I feel like he's 38. Time. I don't know. Yeah. That's a number that exactly. comes like He's 38 a little bit he's now. He's 34. Crazy. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to bother you. No, it doesn't. Thing. They should just get rid of the rules then. Yeah. Probably rules don't should. mean anything. They probably should. I, I don't know. I think that... I think it's a that, free market economy. People should be able to go where they want to go. But at the end of the day, the article I read said that basically... Look, if you're... The Russell, Pelicans can offer him five years, $243 million, right? The max, max, super max, whatever yeah, they call yeah, yeah. If he doesn't take it... Right. Then the whole, the whole collective bargaining okay. is nothing. But you know what? Then he's giving up money. That's... Listen, Russell Westbrook did not leave OKC. Kevin he Durant stayed. did. Different personalities. Donovan Mitchell may decide not to leave Utah. I, Davis, for whatever reason, is leaving New Orleans, and that's up to Davis. You know, Chris Paul left New Orleans also. Anthony I, Davis didn't say that, though. I understand Everybody's that. Everybody's saying that for him. But you know what? Anthony Davis doesn't speak a lot. Maybe he's like Kawhi. Maybe Anthony Davis is thinking it. He just doesn't want to say it out. Whatever it is, let the economy, let the market play out. Let's so then get rid of the rules. Fine, get rid of it. I don't know. No, care. but then a team matter. like that has no chance against a team like LA. I I don't agree if the with only you. advantage they have is to be able to spend the two hundred fifty million, and they can't get it done. You can't force a guy to take two fifty million. I Kawhi Leonard right, walked so out they, on it. So then the NBA is going to become six teams again. It is what it is. No, right? no, no. You have to have some kind of balance. No, it, it, you have to. Otherwise, just, you're baseball. Otherwise, no, you're no. exactly like baseball. Let me ask you a question. If you, the salary cap doesn't do anything, I understand very clearly the point you're making. But let me okay. ask you a question. How long has New Orleans had Anthony Davis for? Seven years. That's a long time. That's a, that, but that's that's a very long time. They don't need to have him for fourteen years. Why? Why didn't they build a winner in the last seven years? That's what you should okay, be asking okay. yourself. So you're, you're arguing against They've that. had seven years to bring people to Anthony Davis, and they did for a little bit with Boogie. They tried. got screwed. It didn't work out. Boogie got hurt. You know, I don't know, but the bottom line is don't don't cry necessarily for New Orleans. I understand. They've had it for a long time. How but long, they haven't been for another year how, and a half. How long did the Spurs have Kawhi for? Same thing. Seven, seven years, years, and they won a couple titles. Right. They happen to have Duncan. I, I, happen to have Parker and Ginobili. That's fine. But listen, but they have another year and a half for the guy. It's not fair that they're ready. The Lakers are just. I got it. I got it. I, 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 I actually think, and if you look at what Indiana did with Paul George, if you're very good at what you do, you can make it work. You can make Find it work. They got, you have said multiple times in this podcast that you never get equal value for a you start. You don't. Paul and, George might be the only example. 
So and Paul George is playing out of his mind this year. There's two. There's two possibilities <coughs> with, with Kevin Pritchard in, in in Indiana. He either actually believed in Victor Oladipo or yeah. he just got, got, got lucky. So lucky, yeah. right? Probably but at the end of the day, he got Victor Oladipo, and that team is a very good team. So. Instead of losing him for nothing and letting him walk, if you're talented and you can put together a couple of picks and a good player, maybe Brilliant. maybe you rebuild on the fly, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe New Orleans doesn't need to be bad. Miss- what is? Well, no, no way. There's never been a player like him. You can't get a player like that. The whole purpose of having an NBA franchise is getting Anthony Davis. Once you have Anthony Davis, you have to do everything in your Stan, power to make him stay. Stan, they are not in the playoff picture right now. They're 17 and 21. What if I told you they trade Anthony Davis for Lonzo Bull and Brandon Ingram, and next year those two young guys get to play with a draft pick, and they become a five-seater? It's, it's two quarters for a dollar, Mitch. It's not even close. Dude, it's less than two quarters dude, for a dollar. Dude, they are not winning with Anthony Davis. And you know what? If they were winning with him, he might have stayed. I don't agree with you at all. Like, I think that that the Pelicans need to trade Anthony Davis. Like, I'm not saying they don't need to trade. It's not that. working. I'm saying that they're not. They're not the, the, the league is not giving them a chance. It's 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 like it's this like, might it's, be. It's, it's like kindergartners getting picked on by eighth graders. But this might be a good thing for them. Agreed. That's what I'm Walter, telling you. I'm not so for the league, it's not bad. Like New Orleans may benefit from this. They might get a couple young guys that want to be there. I Look, think Victor Oladipo is going to stay in Indiana. Now. I bet you that New Orleans is t- New Orleans is attendance is one of the bottom of the league right now. And if they lose Anthony Davis and bring in a bunch of role players like you just described, not role players. Ball and Brandon Ingram, what? they're going to be no. They're going to be a zero franchise. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Team's going to go for sale. It's the end of an era. It's like the Cavaliers now. They're the worst team in the league. Here's what I think, okay, about about Brandon Ingram and Alonzo Ball. I think there are a lot of players in the league where if they got featured and it was they were the alpha dog and they weren't the fifth or sixth option, the team may not be good, but they could actually grow into a very good player. So what if I, I told you that Brandon Ingram is playing in LeBron's shadow and now Anthony Davis comes. Brandon Ingram is never going to reach his potential. He's already not. But if you made right. Brandon Ingram the alpha dog on New Orleans and you built an offense around them. He's not going to be Anthony Davis. No, but it might be good for okay, the league so, and good so, for Brandon so, Ingram and so, good for New Orleans. It's so you recommend, you recommend New Orleans is trading him right yeah, now? Yeah, for Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram. That's it? No, like I mean. As much as you can get. At a draft pick. Yeah. Let's say okay. Okay, so you're not so bad. So you're giving up. No, it's not not staying there. I mean, it's not so bad. Like, I think that's good for the Lakers. It's good for the Pelicans. I would be, I would be singing a very different tune if New Orleans was the three seed right now. But they're not. They're not. They're not winning with Anthony Davis. Last year they made the second round. They swept Portland out of the playoffs and annihilated. It doesn't look like it's going to be this year. It doesn't look like it's going to be next year. It's It's going going the wrong way. It's going south. And the boogie trade was a heck of a swing. They swung and they, they, they missed. And the day they missed, right? Because Buddy Heald is a decent player, very good player. So, I mean, but he t- he's tore he tore his Achilles. Well, they, so it's not their yeah. fault. But, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, but I think that's the end. LeBron made another comment this week. Okay, I mean, you you were all over this one. Uh-huh. He basically announced that he's the greatest player of all time. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. Did, did this like kind of gross? Love it. Did it gross? No, gross love it. Out? Love it. I prefer the other people to tell you you're the best player of all time. You don't need to announce it, okay? Should I tell you why I love it? I love it because if, you, if you're if you tuned into NBA circles, you've been watching ESPN is teasing out a series. I've never seen oh this. Oh my God! I've never seen this before. I've never I'm seen so this before. Excited. ESPN is teasing out a series a year in advance. And that's how much hype they're putting yeah, on this thing. 2020. So the series they're teasing out is, 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 is a documentary with like behind the scenes footage of the 98 Bulls, Michael's last title. Last ride, and yeah. there's a lot of politics infighting with Rodman and Pippen and Coach and Phil Jackson and Jordan. But in it, you see Michael as Michael. And the Michael that we know we haven't seen in a long time, Michael decided to go into hiding like Michael Jackson. He no longer is seen in public. Yeah. But the Michael we knew was a psychotic 
competitor. He's a maniac. That's the side that we don't see from LeBron. When there's these GOAT debates, we don't see that side of LeBron where he's a psychotic competitor. Kobe was a whack job. Yeah, he's not Kobe and Jordan. So I love... He's much more likable. So I love that he puts on the hat for a minute and he says, you know what? I am the greatest. I love it. I want to see more of it. I want LeBron to start to become cocky and be like, yo, Michael, I'm coming for you. I'm going to be the GOAT. They're going to talk about me. So... Listen, I agree, but I I agree that he might be the GOAT. Do you disagree with what he said? He well, said, I beat the 12, the 72 win Warriors. Yeah. So, I mean, we could debate all day long if he's the goal. We still haven't had that discussion. We, we're I'm not even will. saying that. I'm saying that particular point. He took a Cavs team. I guess Kyrie was there, but that yeah. was the greatest team ever assembled. Yeah. And he beat them. And he beat them by himself. And they were down three games to one, and they won three straight games. I mean, my father will tell you yes. that if Draymond Green wouldn't have hit LeBron in the, in the gonads, yes. then the Warriors would have won the title in five. Probably. And, He's probably right. And then LeBron wouldn't be the greatest player of all time, I guess. LeBron was great enough to get hit in the gonads. <laughs> he go to, he go to LeBron, uh, Draymond to hit him in the gonads. I guess my thing is that like I prefer I prefer humble LeBron over over Kobe LeBron. I don't want LeBron <laughs> being the most arrogant jerk in, in the league. I personally, I think LeBron is a little bit the goat still to become the goat. But okay, um, I want to speaking of Kobe. I, yeah, I want to segue into this. Yeah. We, we just we, we we wet the appetite a little bit teasing out this Bulls ninety eight thing. Say, For, I hate Kobe. Oh, I hate yeah, him so I, much. Kobe's a, there's nothing he can do to make me hate him more. He, but 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 we went through this. Uh, uh, you know. Last year in our pod, uh, about last April and May, I went away for a holiday and I met a kid from Detroit who was such a psychotic Kobe fan. He wasn't even born when Kobe was winning titles. The Kobe stands, the people that stand for Kobe. Did you see the game Zones thing I sent you? Yes. That's basically the main entire episode about LeBron. The people that <laughs> love Kobe will jump in front of a bus they for him. They can't. I don't, they know can't how, get over it. I don't know how he did that. How did he's, he ing- he's brainwashed the whole world. How did he ingratiate himself to so the many most people? overrated player in the history of the NBA. Anyway. I'll tell you, take your friend to task. Anyway, if you're into the 98 Bulls thing, the documentary, you'll love this. So Kobe goes on a podcast. And Kobe, what can be said already anymore that's not already been said a million times about the Kobe and Shaq thing? The Kobe Hold on. And, Kobe Before and, you even start that, the fact that the, the A-Rod is doing a podcast with Big Cat. Yeah, so. It's the most crazy thing I've ever heard. A-Rod's doing I a, didn't believe you. It's called The Corp. A-Rod's doing a podcast with Big Cat from Barstool, and they had on Kobe. Now, you and I eat this stuff for breakfast. We've Love seen it. all the Kobe and Shaq stuff, but Kobe dropped some nuggets in here, which I've never heard before. Could, could you imagine <laughs> any bigger egos in the world than A-Rod and Kobe in the same room? It's, well, it's it could, well, maybe put Shaq in there. They would, <laughs> you got the three because he goes, meantime, Kobe tells a story in here. I'm going to let you listen to it. We've already heard all of this stuff, but we never heard this. Kobe tells a story. Now, there's so many things to love about this. First of all, Kobe's on a streak, and we, we touched on it earlier. Harden, Jordan, and Kobe, the only three guys to score 400 points in 10 games. Right. So Kobe was on a streak where he scored 40 points for nine consecutive games. The record was 10. That's such a Kobe record. The Lakers could have gone 0-10. I, I was going to say, and Kobe scored 40 games. That's all Kobe cared about. But anyway. Well, this is with Shaq, though. This is when they were still good, right? Take, take a listen to this. This is Sub Express social media moment of the week. And there's a lot of stuff in here where Kobe's ripping on Shaq for being out of shape. Ultimately, they have to part ways because Kobe said it's me or Shaq and they let Shaq walk. Right. Shaq won another title with Wade in Miami. Kobe won two? Yeah, with Pau Gasol. So here's Kobe talking about what, what went down at the end of the streak where he was scoring 40 in a row. There was a year there in 03 where I had 40 points in nine straight games, right? Shaq was out. It was a toe thing. Toe. <laughs> so Phil comes to me before the stretch says, Kobe, we need you to take over the offense. I'm like, all right, cool. So that literally, See no more. I got it. Fine. <laughs> I got it. So 
that literally started the streak of 40 straight games, you know, 40 points in nine straight games. Shaq comes back from injury, and Phil goes, you know, I still continue to do it, right? And then Phil calls me to his office goes, hey, you know, we're starting to lose the big fella. What do you mean? Well, he's not getting the attention. You know, this 40-point this streak is starting to kind of take away his fire mm. to prove something, right? So I need you to start dialing it back. I'm like, what? <laughs> he says, we're going to lose him, and we need him in June. Okay. All right. You have a game against the Clippers. I think I like 38 or something like that. And I had a chance to score 40 and get 40 again. It's a blowout game. I dumped the ball in the shack instead of shooting a wide open shot. The 40 point streak ended that night. Yeah, so I mean, this is Kobe claiming that Shaq is selfish and he's this, like, all he cares about is the team or whatever. Like, Kobe's one of the most selfish players that's ever lived. So the idea that Kobe is this selfless guy and Shaq is selfish is crazy. They're both selfish. I go back and forth on this. I think I think that Phil Jackson may have been, like like Kobe says, babysitting Shaq. He literally had him in a cradle and just kept him happy until June and then let, let him go nuts on the nets and dunk in their heads. Like, there was something about Shaq that was like, if he wasn't being managed every day and his ego was stroking him, Shaq, you're the best parent of the team. You're the best parent of the team. Then he would just stop playing. And Shaq said to himself, if you don't give me the ball, I ain't going to guard the house. You know, I wasn't going to play but so like I, I guess I guess I go back and forth in this because I think Kobe is what you grossly think, overrated. What's your reaction to what's if I like, I believe this hundred percent happens. It's not a lie. No, but what's your reaction to this? How does it mean? Is it change? No, is Kobe showing? Is it Kobe change the way you think about Shaq and Kobe? The Kobe PR tour continues. That's all it is. It's Kobe just making himself out to be this. So Where, where's the Shaq great PR, team? Where's the Shaq PR tour? Shaq doing an interview where he says Kobe was selfish. I find like Shaq never really talks about it. Not anymore. I mean, they, yeah, they yeah, wrote I a mean, whole book. There's thousands of books yeah. about this stupid thing already. Jackie McMullen, in the NBA, you know, that, that 10 part uh, document. Love and basketball. Love and ba- there's a whole thing on Shaq and Kobe. There was a whole thing. I basically caught Shaq and Kobe went into the, into the beginning of the season and Phil said, no talking to the media. We're ending this fight once and for all. And Shaq runs to Peter Vesey and says, like, Kobe runs to Peter Vesey and says, Shaq's fat and out of shape and he's, he's not ready for basketball. And Shaq <laughs> Shaq basically emailed the, lead, the team, said that if he, when he comes to practice tomorrow, he's going to beat the crap out of Kobe, and Kobe better run for his life. I'm going to kill him. They literally had to separate them in practice. This stuff happened all the time. Honestly, honestly, yeah, they did Kobe could have scored 40 points they, every game of his they career. If they didn't separate them, Shaq would have lifted his left leg they and squashed Kobe like him, an ant. Killed him, yes. Apparently, they... Derek Fisher and Tyron Lue have to separate them two small one of, my, one of my favorite genre of videos on the internet is watching people come at Shaq. They literally bounce off him. There's this clip from a couple of weeks ago, NBA on TNT, where Shaq was doing something funny and he was running and Kenny Smith cut him off and Shaq went flying into a fake Christmas tree on the set of the NBA and TNT. You had to see the look of complete horror and fear in Kenny Smith's eyes. Shaq fell and he got up and Kenny Smith was like, oh, big fella, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Shaq was going to kill him. He could have killed Kobe. That's he the could have killed him. Um, Honestly, that team could have won a lot more titles. We can go back and forth. This the Pistons series in the, in 04 is one of the most confounding, confusing basketball series of all time. They <laughs> lost in five games to Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Rip Hamilton. They had two of the greatest seven or eight players of all time, left, Kobe and Shaq. You left that big shot. Chauncey. Okay, I get, I get it. They should never have lost. Yeah. And they got killed. They didn't just lose. They almost got swept. 
So Kobe blew it. I tell you this all the time. I one of the most enjoyable NBA weird subgenres that I like is the death of dynasty. I loved watching Dallas beat the Big Three in Miami, and I remember loving the Pistons because by the end of it, and and I love when the, I love when the Warriors get knocked off because at well, the end of it, you're just wanting anyone to knock them yeah. off, and that underdog comes up and does it. And it's I, I like dynasties. We've had this argument for years, but when they end, it's good. It's refreshing. They have to. There has to be something to, to pull down. I pray that it's this year. I think Warriors. it's over. Yeah, it better be. People have been tweeting that it's over. It I mean, Clay be. Thompson can't make a shot to save his life for like a month. Clay's, what happened to Clay Thompson? Clay, Clay, Clay's been on our fantasy squad. Clay is actually is as, as ice cold as but, he's ever been. But he got hot recently. One night. Yeah. He was he was praising his hand, brained himself. There's a great clip here which I'm going to play, and and people are asking Clay if he's been seeking advice during his shooting slump. Clay, you have to know Clay's personality. One of the best personalities in the league. He always seems like he's high. Yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't. He doesn't seem like the fame gets to him at all. He just like he's totally a weird dude. But he's and the, I love see, it. The weird thing for him is that he's in the prime of his career right now. Yeah, he's about to become a free agent. So right. this is the year he wants to be as 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 high as he can. Yeah. And some team would pay him. He's cold. Yeah, some team would pay him. Take a bad year. Teams would pay Anyway. The Warriors are not good right now. Clay is not cocky. He's not arrogant. He's like speaking matter-of-factly, and they're asking him if if he's been consulting anyone about his shooting slump. Steph also said that sometimes he said, you want to stay in his ear, meaning, I guess, that we want to keep communicating with you. Do you get a lot of people talking to you about your shot at all? What is someone going to tell me about my jump shot that I can't fix at this point? Unless it's Reggie Miller or Ray Allen. I don't know who I'm supposed to listen to. Larry Bird? Uh, wow. <laughs> Reggie Allen or Ray Ray, Ray Allen. Allen or Reggie Miller or maybe Larry Bird. He's basically saying, has anyone in the history of the NBA ever shot better than me? Right, he's right. I mean, because who the hell is he going to consult with? He later says he could ask Steve Kerr because Steve shot 45% from three. Uh, he could ask Steph Curry because Steph is... Uh... There's something off with that team, but there was something off with that team last year and it didn't matter. The, the thing that's different about them now that nothing to do with Clay Thompson... Is that Durant is leaving is and everybody Draymond knows Green it. Green is finished. Oh, right. Last year, we buried Carmelo Anthony. Right. And I'm re- I'm prepared. Right. I'm prepared right now on January 1st. Happy right. New Year, everyone, to bury Draymond Green. Okay. His career is over, Mitch. You know what he's shooting from the field? Yeah. Okay. He well, shoots 24% from three point from three point line right now. Basically, every time they get the ball and he gets an open shot, the entire defense yeah, runs they, away from him. They sag they back. They beg him to shoot. He can't make a three-pointer to save his life. They sag back. He's shooting yeah. 40% from the field. He's, he's averaging now. Somebody was it was it seven points a game? Was it was it him recently who called it a gimmicky defense? Yeah, Somebody well, saying know, make one shot and they'll stop they'll stop letting you it's shoot. It's a gimmicky defense. They, they they let him they they take him to the three point line and they just let him okay. shoot. His points are down. His assists are down. His rebounds are slightly down. His field goal percentage is way down. His three point percentage is completely collapsed. Did they? Did, is did, he is he done? Is his career over? He's not that old, Mitch. Did they sign? Twenty eight. Did they sign him to a big contract? No, he's no. He's a free agent at the end of the year. He's gonna he's gonna be one of those guys. He's gonna be him or Durant, that's been the whole thing, but I'm ready to do it. I know it's it's way premature. I know it's crazy. He's 28. How can his career... Maybe he's injured. I don't know. These are the Undertaker gongs. We are burying Draymond are Green. You, are you with me on this? Tragic loss of a young man at 28 <laughs> years old. Oh, are you with me on this, though? Can, I bury, can we bury him? I've watched... Or am, I, or am I way overrating the fact that the Warriors are in the fifth, fifth championship run? No, I've now. watched a few of his games, and Draymond's speed and athleticism has it's certainly slow, waned. and he can't shoot. And he, yeah. 
But there were years where he was a terrible shooter, and then in the playoffs, there might be one game where he makes game five or six of them. He hit five yeah. in a row. Yeah. But his defense is also slipping. That's the yeah. thing. It's not and he was, his offense. His defense was his, was his, yeah, was his, his go-to. That was his calling card. Right. His defense has slipped. So I, I don't know what to do with him. No, I, I mean... <coughs> I just can't wait till the season is over because I want Durant to leave and Draymond let Draymond do Draymond things and Clay and, and I just I'm done with the Warriors. I don't care about them anymore. I I, I want them to go away. You know all of them. Out? And his what? Boogie's coming. Oh. That's gonna be so exciting. <laughs> Boogie's gonna be taking Draymond's minutes in a couple of weeks. Something, I can't wait for that. Something very strange happened with the Warriors too. Were you following this whole Patrick McCaw situation? No. He's been away from the team for about a year and a half. He and lost he, his job, right? He, he ref, no, he, he refused, re- to, sign he refused to report. No, they wouldn't sign anything. No, he was waiting for an offer sheet, and the Warriors told everyone not to offer him an offer sheet because they would match. The Cavs made him a big offer sheet, and the Warriors did not match. So Patrick McCaw is now a Cavs. I don't know if anybody cares he about Patrick. He's with them? Yeah, he's just with the now? Cavs. He just showed up to the Cavs now. Strange. The Warriors didn't match. I, I, I mean, the Warriors can't exactly be can't, can't exactly be loose with their money right now. They, this is a, this is as time to be tight as possible. They have to be saved every penny right I've now. been saying this for a little while. I told you what's going to happen. Durant's going to walk, and they're going to give Boogie Max money, and that team is just going to so replace that, that Durant with such Boogie. A mess. It's, it's such a mess. If Draymond Green is not the best defender in the league. Boogie can't help you. Boogie's a bad defensive and you know what? player. Guess Boogie's what? a bad defensive player. Guess, guess what? It's a little bit of an underrated thing. If you're not really a basketball fan, you don't understand this. But Sean Livingston is slipping, He's and what's and the other and the other and Iguodala. These guys were key cogs in that Iguodala's dynasty. The Finals MVP. He's going to be gone. They're all going to be gone. They're getting old. Livingston is like 37. I think there's a chance that they don't win it this year. Yeah, I really think there's. No, a I chance. hope. They're... I mean, it's way too premature to talk about that. But if Draymond cannot, cannot, you know. Wake up. They're going to be in big trouble. Come Look, the time. top five in the East are Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, your Celtics, and the Sixers. Any of those teams have a very decent shot against the Warriors. It's not no. – the, ta- the differential wasn't what it once was. Agreed. No, but it, even the Western playoffs, like I think – See, I don't believe in Denver. That's my issue. I believe in Houston. I but you know, who, you know who's coming back to Denver? Isaiah. He's back. I know. He's coming back. Poor Isaiah. No. I feel so bad for Isaiah. I, I, I think Isaiah's going to do well there. I really Isaiah's do. Isaiah's never going to make the money. They signed Nick Young and they waved him. Yeah. I saw that. The Nuggets. So Isaiah's coming. Isaiah's going to start like getting microwave, Isaiah, microwave minutes. They don't need him. But it's okay. I mean, I don't, I'm not worried about Denver right now. I want to talk about Washington. Oh, boy. Because I think... <laughs> what a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, this is your guy. Yeah. Feel free. Take John the lead Wall. here. So John, your boy. John Wall elected to have... Elected. To it's have, a very key word. Yeah. He Basically, what John Shut Wall... Shut himself down. What John Wall said was, I've seen enough of this. I'm going to exit stage left. Yeah. The, the amazing part about John Wall is that he's due $40 million a year for the next few years. He just shut himself... going anywhere. He just shut himself down for six to eight months. Right, right. He decided... He elected... I see you guys next year. The guy... The guy is... I've been, listen, I, I can't say that I, I told you so, but I feel like the guy is the most selfish player in the league. So the Wizards are... For, the Wizards are... 14 and 23. Just to recap their season, something happened with Dwight Howard, which I'm not going to get into, but he's gone. John Wall's gone. Half of the year. It's just Bradley Beal. That's all. They they traded for Ariza for no reason. They gave away Ubre, who's a young player. Bizarre. Otto Porter's injured. Bizarre. They're closer to Atlanta in the bottom of the East than they are to Orlando in the the playoffs right now. They're 14 and 23. They're going to be in tank mode right now for, for a pick. And I think this is the perfect time to trade Bradley Beal. This is it. This is the window. You want to be the worst team in the league the next three months because you want to get the top pick. John Wall is obviously untradeable and is injured. 
This is your shot to get rid of Bradley Bill and get as, as, as good a player as we can. What's incredible is that John Wall is due for the next three years over $40 million. This extension hasn't even kicked in yet. It's kicking in next year. No, it's nuts. It's nuts. The guy's already being, he's guaranteed $200 plus million for the next four years. Listen, Two, three months ago, they could have traded him yeah. and gotten a king's ransom. Right. And now he's like, you know what, guys? You lost your chance. <laughs> Shutting it down. He signed the Happy contract. Happy trails. He signed the contract and he's gone. Unbelievable. Thanks. I'll see you in five years, he locked up $250 million and he doesn't have to play again ever in his life. This is the difference don't between even, the NBA. Don't even feel so bad for the Wizards, by the way. You know who's paying that? Insurance. Now, the, this year, yeah. Not only insurance paying it, they're going to apply for a disabled player exception. Right. They're going to get... There was some kind of strategic plan there. You have to have a certain amount of games crazy. to get the insurance to pay in. Wild stuff. So they did it on purpose. Um, but the guy just shut himself down. He's such a selfish... Bum. I don't know. I, 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 John I, I, I want you to admit it that he's not that good. John Wall's another guy that feels like he's 40 years old to me. He's been in the league forever. He's probably he not more 40 now. He's probably not more than like 31. 27? No, he's not. He's, he's Man, older. He's been in the league since what, 2010? Challenge. Cup of coffee. Let's on see this. how old he is. I, t- I bet you he's not 20. He's not older than 27. We're going to set the over under at 28. Or Fine. T- yeah? yeah? And you're going under? Cup of coffee. All right, let's see. We're going to look at the roster here. At the risk of sounding like Mike Francesa. He's born September uh, 6, 1990. What does that make him? 29. That makes he him. He turned 29 this year. Age 28. He's 28. No, he turned 29 in September. Turned 28 in September. I'm doing the math wrong, bud. He so, turned 28 in September. That's a push. Oh, yeah, a cup of coffee. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. I won. I said 29. He's not that old. He's in the prime of his life. Him and Draymond are dead in the prime I'm, of their life. Honestly, completely shocking to me. John Wolf feels like he's 40. And John Wolf's been around forever. He plays like he's 40. I don't know. Sad. I would have. Sad. I, I would have wanted him on my team about two months. Two weeks ago, ago you said you wanted the Nets yeah. trade for him. Anyway, speaking of the Nets, the Nets have oh, gone on one Lord. of the most bizarre runs in recent memory. I've been screaming Rodion's Kurutz like I've been screaming De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> no one gives it to you like your boy Mitch. I told you watch out for De'Aaron Fox. Telling you to watch out for Rodion's Kurutz. Long story short, I really can't get into this. The Nets won eight in a row, which is completely nuts. They won nine out of ten. They vaulted themselves like two games out of the sixth seed in now the they East. Lost two in a row now. They finally have their own draft pick. They should probably be tanking. And here they are making a charge for the postseason. Listen, listen if they're the eight seed, you're gonna you're gonna be so happy. Probably. Just let it happen. But they won't be the eight seed. They'll probably be the seventh seed, the sixth seed. <laughs> they're only a game out of there. Mitch, yeah, the it's Heat more are. likely they don't make the playoffs than being the sixth seed. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it right there! I don't know. Bunch Speaking of young of tanking. Spencer Dinwiddie looks every bit like a freaking bargain at eleven million a year. D'Angelo Russell's gonna walk out the door. That'll open up some cap space. If the Nets get look Kawhi Leonard and Tobias Harris, we got a title contender next year. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, you're getting Kawhi. Uncle now. Dennis. I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about Uncle Dennis. Uncle Dennis likes the Nets. Okay. And Mitch, Mitch. Uncle, Mitch. Uncle Stop, you're Uncle, Uncle Dennis! Right Uncle Dennis, Uncle Dennis. You know who's doing a great job of tanking? And Tobias to Harris, a nice know. player, is going to be a free agent. You know where Tobias Harris is from, right? New York City. Sure, yeah. sign with the Nets. Let me ask you a question. If you were Tobias Harris, would you rather sign with the Nets or the Knicks? Depends. I mean, the Nets have talent. Is Durant going there? Oh, that's to the Knicks? Knicks? That's a valid question. Yeah, it depends who you're playing with. Yeah, it's a valid question. If I'm Tobias Harris, I stay in the Clippers. No, he's not staying Why there. Why not just stay there? Unless, exactly. they, unless they can get Kawhi, they're letting him go. Because he's from New York, concrete jungle. <laughs> Speaking of New York, yeah. the Knicks are tam- tanking like no one else. Oh, The Knicks on Saturday. Bring out the tanks. The Knicks on Saturday. I was, I was driving home from the airport Saturday night. I drive my brother to the airport. I'm driving home and I'm listening to the Nick game on the radio. I haven't listened to the basketball game on the radio in years. You know what the New- Hold on. Do you know what and the New York Knickerbockers record is? 
Eight and twenty-five. Nine and twenty-eight. Yeah, they're, they're not good. They've, they've plummeted to the bottom. They're the worst team in the league. No, they right? are not. They're right behind. They the are not the Cleveland Cavaliers. Half are leading the, the tank okay. race. They so, are eight and twenty-nine. So Dido Spiro Spiro Spiroditas. Spiroditas is doing the basketball game on the radio, and he goes, "Hardaway Junior, top of the key, jumper, good." And I'm like, "Oh, he's excited." He goes, that cuts the lead to the Jazz 67-24. <laughs> the Jazz are up by 42 points yeah. in the second quarter against the yeah. Knicks. Huh? The Knicks are openly losing. It's, it's unbelievable. You know like, what? God bless them because Good. they need Good. they need Zion. Good. New York City needs Zion. And, and Brzezingis is going to come back at some point. Not this year. No, we forgot oh about it. God. They're going to hold him back. They're going to yeah. tie him to the bench. Yeah, yeah. They shut down Enos Cantor. Yeah. Good boy. They didn't shut him down. They put him on the bench. He tweeted that he wasn't pleased with it. He's their best player. Yeah. Yeah, sad, which is sad. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know they you know, you know they gave the minutes to ahead of Anis Cantor. They needed to see what they had in Luke Cornett. Luke Cornett was on fire the other night. I watched so much basketball last week. I can't even. Oh, I can't. I watched God. a lot of Milwaukee Bucks and a lot of the Houston Rockets. Giannis and Giannis dribbled one just quick one time after half court. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that all the time. How? Jared Allen to travel right? Tried, Jared Allen. I saw the throw blocked, blocked him at the rim. The throw is now blocked this season. Blake Griffin LeBron. on a facial attempt. LeBron on a facial attempt yeah. and Giannis. So that That's boy, the best dunkers in the league. That boy can block shots. How do you get from half court to the basket in one dribble? You're Giannis. You travel, you're, right? No, you're Superman. Your legs and your arms are he, just... Giannis Antetokounmpo is Gumby. His legs and arms stretch in ways I've never seen before. Honestly, if there was a game in the... If, car, the, if, if, the, if the Nets were playing a home game this week... Yeah. And there was one guy to go see. Was he the guy? Yeah. Is yeah. he the guy over the brawn? Yeah. And he's... And he, and honestly, don't, don't, don't answer so quick. I'm asking seriously. No, no, no. Right now... Who is now? the guy to go see... If there's, if you, have, you can go to any next game this year. Any team is in town. Who is the guy you want to you have to see him live? Giannis. Giannis, right? Yeah. Giannis is averaging. He looks like a freaking alien. Giannis averaging twenty six point six points, six point one assists. He's shooting fifty nine percent from the floor. You know why? Because he, he never. It's a high percentage. He, never, shoots he dunks like nine times a game. Right. We talked about this. I, I think. I think um, it's Giannis and Harden for the MVP right now. I'm a James Harden guy. I know you're not. No. I guess Harden. Mitch. So like Ennis Cantor on the bench. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Today's Cavs are the Jets. 